0: Well, friend, welcome back to Created to Thrive podcast. Today I am going to be talking about joy. And it's something that we can easily overlook. But what I have found is that joy gives you the confidence to move forward and walk in faith despite your circumstances. And so today I'm going to be sharing a recent episode that I did with Chris Cree from New Creations Ministries. And Chris is a host of uh, Two for Tuesday, a live video broadcast on Facebook and YouTube. And I join him once a month and we talk about kingdom mindsets how to have God's kingdom at work in our life and to know how to walk in his ways and his truth and his life. And so in this episode, I am going to be sharing on joy and how it's an inner working of the Holy Spirit. You know, joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, but I'm going to tie into what Jesus says about joy and how he ties love into joy, Receiving God's love, knowing how much you're loved, is going to produce joy in you. And it's really how Jesus maintained his joy. Before he went to the cross, it says that we were the joy that was set before him, that he endured the cross. So, grab your notebook and pen. Uh, We're going to have a great discussion. And if you want to connect with Chris at New Creations Ministries, I have that link in the show notes. And like I said, he does a live teaching every Tuesday on Facebook and YouTube. And I hop on in there once a month to um, share those discussions. So, All right, here we go. Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who He created you to be because you were created to thrive.
1: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to our Two for Tuesday broadcast. I am your host, Chris Cree, and this is a a time where I bring a guest in and we just have a conversation about the kingdom of God and some things. And today we have Lori Snyder coming back with us. And Lori and I have been talking about the joy of the Lord. So let me get Lori on the screen here.
0: Hi, Lori. Hey, Chris. Always a pleasure. How,
1: so, are you are you excited to talk about the joy of the Lord today?
0: Yeah, I'm joyful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we
1: we were talking before we, we went live, and we were just there was a little bit of silliness going on trying to get everything set up right. So, yeah. yeah. So, so tell me, Lori, the joy of the Lord. We've talked some about this. Why yeah. is it so important to you to to share about the joy of the Lord? Why do we, why do we even care that we about joy? What, 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 what's the deal?
0: Yeah. And that's a great loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, first of all and foremost, we are God's representatives here on the earth. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to be the conduits of his love and joy and peace and character. And if we're not experiencing joy from the Lord, then who's going to see it? And it was really something that I had to press through. Um, Proverbs 13 12. Sorry, I don't have this one for you. Says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Mm -hmm. But when that desire comes, it's a tree of life. Yeah. And I think now more than ever, hope is being challenged. Disappointment, discouragement, all of these things are making our hearts sick to where we're not even representing the Lord very well to people. And I've always thought if you're broke, busted and disgusted, what, how is that attracting me to God? Right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and again, I did not grow up in church and that's what a lot of people represented to me with giving me these, you know, shoulds and should nots. And, you know, I'd get should on a lot about, It was never the goodness of God displayed through them and that they had something attracted that I wanted. So now more than ever, we have to have that joy which comes out of such an abiding relationship with the Lord that it flows out through us. Mm -hmm. And, And I think so often, you know, we think that, you know, everyone wants to be happy, but that's conditional based upon our circumstances. Yeah, Joy, biblical joy is that, inner um, working of the Holy Spirit in our lives that is independent of our circumstances and it's sustaining and it's never ending. So we better understand how do we tap into that joy? And really, it was a journey for me that I began in about 2016 of understanding. I didn't really understand how to experience that sustaining joy so I started digging into the scriptures and seeing for myself because we're to encourage ourselves, right? Yeah, Lord, encourage we're to go to Lord. the scriptures. And the scriptures are nourishment for us. It's not just truth, but truly encourages us and strengthens us. And we're to be excited about the word versus just memorizing a scripture so we can check that off the list.
1: Sure. Well, and you can even you can even bring it into the, you know just the everyday life in, in a, in a respect. Cause I know Lisa and I, we, you know, one of our thing, we like to go for walks together and, you know, when we, depending, we we've lived in a variety of different places yeah. and, and we make it a game to give a big grin and a hiya to when we, when we see somebody coming the other way. And it's interesting to see the responses. yeah A large percentage of people, the moment they see that you're smiling at them will smile back. Yeah. But some their smile's broken. It's just like, yeah. you know, and then they get what Lisa Lisa calls this the scrunchy brow. You know, it's like, Burr. and, and I, sometimes I get that just when I'm thinking hard or or whatever. Like, I mean, it takes a lot of effort for me to think, so I gotta yeah. you know get my whole body into it. Burr. Yeah. It's, but it's not really, and sometimes it's, it's I'm not happy, or, or or you know I'm 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 frustrated or, or angry or some other negative emotion, and it's showing on my face. Yeah. But when we smile at other people. When we just, I mean, sometimes that's just a tiny bit of joy, and and it's interesting to watch how many people's faces light up when they encounter somebody who's just got a smile.
0: Yeah, and it's something that we're not even a lot of times aware of. But there, so these were some of the truths that I started to dig into because, just in full disclosure, um, you know, I've been married for almost thirty years, Mm -hmm. uh, but most of my marriage, my husband has traveled and so we don't spend the majority of the time we spend away from each other versus mm. together. Now I know that probably sounds worse than it is. It it's not but it's it was this fact of we were um, when we went to Bible school for 2 years and that's how we got to know you and Lisa, mm-hmm. my husband was with me for 2 years 24/7. And that was such a beautiful thing, but then when we graduated and moved back to Michigan and he reentered into the the workplace because that's where he's called to, the yeah. business realm. Um, I really struggled because I realized I was looking to have joy in a person or a situation or a relationship that um, couldn't sustain me. Mm. And so that's why I had to really 2016 was where I realized that I was I had become sad in my heart. Because I had that hope was deferred. The hope of my husband being together with me all the time wasn't my reality anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I had to learn how to press in to let God be that joy because yeah. Jesus talks about it in his word to have that true true joy. And that's where I started discovering, you know, I he had me go all the way back. Like anytime it said like in the Psalms, be glad. Well that's a command that we have. We're to be glad, which really is tied to joy. Yeah. And it's not dependent upon our circumstances. So that's what I want to talk about that when we were talking about Romans 14, 17 in our previous uh, Mm -hmm. broadcast, it's the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And key things that I just want to point out with that. One, it's all about being a position in the Holy Spirit right standing with God. Righteousness is a position. It's also a fruit, but you're in right standing with God. Mm
1: -hmm. God's not
0: mad at you. He's at peace with you. The gospel is the gospel of peace, that shalom, complete healing and wholeness, nothing missing, nothing broken. And then joy, that is that um, gladness of heart, that delight. And that's where it's only going to come from that abiding presence with the Lord. And those who have made Jesus their personal Lord and Savior, there's truths, there's promises, but we have to know them to be able to tap into them. So that's the journey that I started on that really transformed my life.
1: Yeah. And the, and the joy, it, it literally can overflow from inside us because joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. You know, love, peace oh now i gotta blank. love
0: joy so it's love first it's love, and then yeah. joy is the second one
1: love joy peace
0: yeah
1: patience kindness goodness gentleness faithfulness self-control See, so i got i got the <laughs> second one out of whack and that threw me completely off so, okay but yeah well and the way i remember it is you got three that are one syllable three that are two syllable and three that are three syllables so that's oh. you know, a little word thing for me
0: that's the first time i've heard that so i learned well, something. there you go yeah um,
1: and but of course it it only works when it works, and then when you try to do it on live TV, it doesn't work. So anyway, and
0: then try to remember the address. It's like uh, right. I
1: do. That one I got.
0: So <laughs> anyway,
1: all that to say is that we can be joyful, and we don't have to do things perfectly. To to you know, it isn't about perfection. It isn't about performance. No. And and one of the key things I found to to being joyful personally is to take life a little less seriously and that doesn't mean that i'm not serious about what we do i mean we're, we're when we we're ministering we're serious about ministry when i'm when i'm doing other stuff like i i do you know some web development where i'm serious about doing that yeah. but i'm not serious about myself in that i'm not worried about what other people think if i mess up like i forget the the fruit of the spirit you know i, I can laugh at it because yeah. it's not about me it's about that relationship, and we'll get there, even if I blunder it along the way, it's okay. God God cleans up my messes all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I don't I, have to be stressed about the outcomes. That's really, yeah. I think, what it, where it comes to is, is we can have that peace. We can have that joy. When we we trust God with the outcomes, we yeah. do the best we can in the moment. But if we mess it up, that's okay. He'll sort it out for us. It's good.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's that parent child relationship there's such an ease and a fun a fun re- relational aspect of that and that's what i love in in psalms um 16 11 i'll let you put that up there
1: hold on one second sorry
0: because i pray, paraphrase a lot and i make it a lori translation so it's my paraphrase
1: <laughs> having trouble typing psalms oh that's all right I was like,
0: I'll just paraphrase it for you. Basically it's in God's presence. There is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there is pleasures forevermore. Mm -hmm. And and that whole Psalm 16 is just amazing in that it's showing, you know, that um, God's going to help direct your steps. He's going to give you that course correction. So when you do uh, mess up or make a mistake, it's like no big deal. He doesn't condemn you and say you blew it. Now you're really going to be off track. He's just like, yeah. okay, recalculate and course correct. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing. It's in his presence. So I want to talk about how do we get into the presence of God?
1: That's huge.
0: In a real practical way, though, because okay. a lot of times we can, we can have these formula, and everyone wants the how-tos. Yep. And in relationship, we've talked about this. There are no how-tos. There's principles, but everyone is different. And we go through different seasons, and so we can't just take what we did five years ago. I can't relate to someone I did five years ago the way I do today because I've changed, they've changed, situations have changed. Mm -hmm. And so God's word is his counsel, and the Holy Spirit is the counselor. He's our teacher. He's our helper. We have God's abiding presence in us. That's where it says joy you know, righteousness, joy, and or peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. God's abiding presence is in us, but it's up to us to acknowledge and be aware of it. Just like if I had someone in my home, I would acknowledge that they're there and talk with them versus just ignore them. And so it's recognizing that we have this ability and it's, it's, what we're, what we really desire is that joy of the Lord is our strength. It's, we were the joy that was set before Jesus, that mm-hmm. he endured the cross, Hebrews 12, two. So we're to fix our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. So how do we do that practically? You know, because I think a lot of times we think joy is going to become a feeling. Okay or it's an experience like oh i'm i like i live in florida now and i can look out my yard and i see sunshine and water and palm trees and i can feel joy just from that but that joy doesn't sustain me yeah the joy of the lord is what is going to sustain me so i want to go into john 15 i have been in john 14 15 16 17 for the last year like those okay. have been my four chapters that the Lord started out with a year ago saying, let not your heart be troubled. So it starts that with the beginning of chapter 14 of John, and it ends with it in John chapter 14. And so he just started to say, you know, especially in the times that we live, you know, Fred and I just did a podcast on conquering fear with God's truth. We live in a, a society where, well, a world where everyone is promoting fear.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. Crazy. I mean, for the last two years, especially with the whole pandemic and everything else. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm at the point now where I, I, I'm i not watching almost zero news. And I was a news junkie, but I, I just, it's not good for my soul. And you know what? The world will keep spinning, even though I don't know what the latest headlines are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I love to give people practical ways to connect with God on a deeper level. I mean, really, mm-hmm. that's the heartbeat of my ministry is connecting on a deeper level with God so you know who he is and you discover your identity and authority in Christ and you can live the life that he created for you. But you'll never know who you are until you know who he is because we're created in his image and his likeness. And so that's where I love if anyone is wanting to know how am I united with Christ? You know, we use these terms. I'm Mm -hmm. one with him. I'm united with Christ. But we tend to think of the church as a whole, the universal church is the body of Christ. Mm. But as you know, we're to personalize oh, the yeah. scriptures. We have to practically apply it to our own heart, our own life. And so that's what I do as far as looking at how am I united with Christ? And what I love about John 14, 15, 16, and 17 is these are the last words of Jesus to his disciples. And it's the most intimate time where you say the only most important things, because he knows he's just told them that he's going to go. He's going to die. Yeah. And they, these are the most important things that he has to say with the people that he have been, he's been with for the last three years on a day to day basis. And so I encourage anyone, if you want to go closer to the Lord, get in John 14, 15, 16, 17 because that is going to help transform the way you see the father son and holy spirit and what we have access to
1: so so let's just pause here for a moment and kind of sum up and so that i make sure i understand but hopefully everybody else understands where we're headed with this we're talking about joy joy of the lord and what you're saying is that the 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 best way to experience that joy and to be able to release that joy to have it overflow out of your life is to practice the presence, being in the presence of the Lord. Is that correct?
0: Yes. Thank you, Chris, for so, making that. So
1: no, so we're so what you're about to to go through with us is how we can be more in God's presence yes. and practice that presence so that the joy will overflow in our lives and will be a, a bigger influence on the world around us.
0: Correct. Awesome. And I think because so many people think that they read the Bible, they do a mm-hmm. devotional, that they're connecting with God. And I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just saying that practice alone isn't enough.
1: As far as it's, it's not as intimate because it's, a, it's a 15 minutes a day. And then you've got 23 hours and 45 minutes for the rest of the day where you're kind of trucking along doing your own thing
0: right so when um and this is where we want to go in with john 15 about abiding remaining Mm -hmm. how do i do that Mm. so and, and i'm not discounting anything about what people do in the morning or or their routine and 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 that's very personal I'm trying to stir people up to be encouraged throughout the whole day and mm-hmm. night and, and, and have mm-hmm. this way of life. You know, it says yeah. in Acts in um, it's in him that I live and move and have my being. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to discover how do I do that When I'm by myself or when I'm struggling or my circumstances are really trying to get me into fear, get me into doubt and unbelief and question God's goodness is really what it all comes down to, too. So in John 15,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: where it says John 15, 11, and and we're going to jump right in for the sake of time. You know, we only have 10 minutes left, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you know we've talked about that before. As teachers, I mean, I've got like five pages just on one little note. So it's which it's is hard.
1: important, I think, for folks to know is that they can connect with you more on your website lori.snyder.com. Lori K. Snyder. I'm sorry, Lori K. <laughs> Snyder.com. It's on the ticker on the bottom. Yeah. To connect with Lori to get more of this amazing insight and revelation on the yeah. kingdom of God.
0: Yeah, And I'm still working on that website. So thank you, Chris, for helping me on that. And I'm still, that's still a work in progress. But yes, and I do some individual mentoring as well uh, on a limited basis. But I am working on some other things, too, to help people grow deeper Mm -hmm. on a very personal level. But I'm going to dive in
1: and, and use that time we got.
0: Yes. So jumping in to John 15, 11, it says, these things I have, this is Jesus talking to his disciples. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. And then he's going to talk about the commandment that he gave us basically is we love God and we love people. And part of that joy, going back to your original question, why is joy so important is because it's a fruit of loving God and loving others. And it's that relational aspect of it. And we have to then dig into, well, what are these things that he's talking about? He's talking about his intimate relationship with the father and is what he's done, what the father's done and just that intimacy. But then he's telling us that, listen, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to send you a comforter a helper a teacher basically his spirit is going to come live inside of us to have that abiding presence on a continual basis Mm -hmm. and that's so great because that's why he said it's better that he goes away because then his holy spirit can be with every believer and so let's get into how to practically go into this and so Mm -hmm. this is what i want to talk about and again we can go in there and john 17 is like so amazing too but again, 14, 15, 16, 17, but how to experience that abiding presence, because Jesus is going to say abide or remain in his love. Mm -hmm. That's the key component to having joy be released in your life for you to experience it personally, and then to release that to everyone else. It's an inner working
1: so let me ask you a question that Lisa asks me on a regular basis, and has for our entire marriage. What does that look like?
0: Yep. That is going into God's word because God's if you want to know God's thoughts, mm-hmm. you get into his word. Okay. And you read the scriptures. So if you're struggling, let's say you're struggling with fear. Well, scripture says in first John 4:17, perfect love casts out fear. Well, mm-hmm. who's perfect love? That's God. You know, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 talks about love is, and God is love. So this is how God speaks to me. So I get into the scriptures to read about God's love for me, not how much I'm trying to love God back or love others. I am going to receive that love where it says that in Romans, that um, God demonstrates his love for us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that there's no greater love than this, that Christ laid down his life for me. So I start just meditating and that's just using my imagination and rolling around these different scriptures. What does that look like? God, how have you loved me in the last 24 hours? And then I acknowledge Holy Spirit. Like I said, if he's in my house, he's in my temple. I acknowledge him, Holy Spirit, how, show me what, what situation happened or how did I feel and experience God's love for me toward me in, in the last 24 hours or in the last week or whatever it would be. And I want to encounter that love where I actually feel it. And I know a lot of people go, oh, I don't live by feelings. Of course we don't, but we have to feel them. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. We don't live by feelings, but we also don't live without feelings. You know, we can't push the pendulum completely out of center, uh, you know, in the other direction either.
0: Correct. And they're gauges and God gave us emotions, Mm -hmm. but we need to have them sanctified, you know, set apart for his his with his truth and recognizing I'm not led by them. But I want to experience that because when we have an experience we remember that and then that builds confidence to have more in the future. So the word is the number one way that we get to experience God's love, to know his truth because it's when we continue in his word we'll know the truth and the truth will make us free.
1: And and it may take different formats. Yes. You know, it may not be that you sit and study the word, you know, 10 hours a day, but you can have it on audio and be listening if you're driving around you know to run errands for the family or if you're going to and from work you can listen to to it on audio while you're doing something else uh you can listen to you know worship music that is biblically based and and is is singing scripture so there's there's all kinds of different ways that we can participate and and steep our mind in the, the scriptures without just opening the Bible and sitting down and studying. I mean, yes, that's that's valuable too. And we, we do wanna do that, but we don't have to do that. We don't have to live like a monk and just do nothing but study the word to experience what you're
0: describing. Right, and really God is so personal. So how do you best receive? I am more audible. So if I'm going to be cleaning or, like you said, driving in the car or even just in the bathroom, if I'm getting ready, I mm-hmm. will put the word on or I'll put a good podcast on or a good mm-hmm. teaching video that is going to help me connect. Again, it's all about making that connection with the Lord. And then that second one is so powerful is worship. Mm-hmm. and Music is. Again, so powerful. And the Lord one time just said, because I, I, you know, I had read a book about, you know, the the enemy wants to steal your joy. Mm -hmm. Well, no, he wants to steal your worship because Lucifer was the worship leader for God. Yeah. So he wants to steal your worship. Yeah. That's where that joy will start to bubble up is through that worship. Like you said, biblically based worship.
1: And there have been times when and I'm just didn't feel like worshiping. You know, and went into a service and you know they start with worship and it's like I just want to sit there and kind of but when I when I just choose, I'm gonna sing anyway, even though I don't feel anything, I don't feel like worshiping. It's amazing how my attitude adjusts and, yeah. and starts to shift because I made a conscious choice. I mean, I think of Paul and Silas. And yeah. when they're in prison, they're chained. They can't, they can't even sit down. They're chained to a wall, basically. And they chose to worship despite having been beaten. And now they're in prison. They're in shackles. And they're just singing you know, praises to God. And that was so powerful that an earthquake came and broke their chains loose and yes. set them free from prison. Yeah. So worship is a powerful thing and it has the ability to affect our circumstances in a positive way.
0: Yeah. And there are times where it's definitely a sacrifice of praise because you don't feel like it. And you it's hard to know what to even give thanks for because situations can be very pressing and very difficult. You know, desire or desire very down. I'm thinking of my Proverbs 13, 12 again about the desire and that desire comes. But mm-hmm. that's what worship does is it takes you off that that um, hope deferred, that discouragement, and it puts you on to the desire, which is a tree of life, which will mm-hmm. in, uh, invigorate you and strengthen you and just really lift that you know, I think about in Psalms where David says, "Why are you downcast, oh my soul?" We have to speak to our emotions, our thoughts, mm. our our will, our attitude. We have to encourage ourselves, and how we do that first and foremost is by God's word. And so,
1: so, so, those are the two, the two yeah. big ways yes. for us to uh, encounter the presence of the Lord yeah. is through word, through worship, uh, and then as we do that we'll find the joy bubbling up and coming out because we're, in, we're, we're entering into the presence of the Lord. Are there any other ways that you have that we can do that?
0: Yeah, there's several. But the, another key one is, so if a lot of times we've got to cast our care onto the Lord mm. because that's what is, we've got to look at what are, you know, Jesus in, in Hebrews 12 says, examine every weight and the sin that easily besets you. Well, that sin is unbelief. So, what is weighing me down that is causing me to be doubtful, that is causing me not to believe God, but to believe my circumstances. So I've got to cast that on to the Lord because He cares for me mm-hmm. in exchange. When I talk about that great exchange, that spirit of heaviness for that oil of joy. Mm-hmm. So that is is key. And then so, so
1: just before we get move on, what you're saying is that we don't get extra points for worrying. <laughs>
0: That's just meditating on the wrong thing. We're supposed to meditate, but not worry. Right. Yeah. And that's where in Philippians four that we get in there and that we um, exchange, we think about only what is true and noble and right and pure. So it's so much of our imagination and our thoughts taking those Mm -hmm. captive, but really experiencing God's truth. And prayer is simply dialoguing with the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's asking them those questions, not the why questions, because that doesn't get you anywhere. And that's also prideful. It's help me understand what does this look like? How do I practically apply this today?
1: Mm-hmm. So if and, I'm within- and what can what can I do now? How would you have me move forward so that I'm not stuck here in whatever it is I'm dealing with?
0: Yeah. And praise, you know, that praise part of that worship part is being thankful for. Um, you know, when Paul's talking about rejoice always, I mean, that was a big theme of the of the New Testament is rejoice no matter what your circumstances is, are, mm-hmm. are I Can speak there. But that's where being thankful for things that are as good as they are and being so mindful. And I've had to do journals like I literally write prayer journals down that are just thankful journals, gratitude journals. Mm-hmm. So I can benefit my own heart. And then it helps me continually fix my eyes on Jesus like we talked about. He's the author and finisher of my faith. And that's where I, yeah, we just, I know we're out of time now. So uh, I just want to encourage people that everything we need to have that joy of the Lord to be our strength. And that strength means to be our defense, Mm. to be fortified to where we are nothing's going to move me. No matter what comes up against me, I know that God is working for me, but the key is love and joy are perfected through Jesus's obedience. And then I now enter into that because I'm in covenant with him. I'm united with him. And so I just focus on my union with him, that I have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And he's given me all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of who he is and who I am in him. And then I can be a blessing to those in in my life and around me.
1: And that's brilliant. And that's brilliant. And so so just to kind of sum up what we've talked about today, Lori, you said that you know joy is important. Joy is is how we express the kingdom of God to others and how we you know, we share the goodness of God. It's, it's through that that joy that we share. And the joy of the Lord is our strength, like you said. It's, it's our protector, defender, but also it holds us up when, we're, you know, life is coming at us. And you said the way to, to release that joy that's already in us because it's a fruit of the Spirit is to practice the presence of, of the Lord and be in His presence. And then you, you shared with us ways we can do that. We can spend time in His Word. Whether it's through you know traditional Bible study where we're opening the Bible and we're we're taking notes or we're listening to it um, through audio you know recording or good teaching or we're watching it on video or or we're then you said we also we can go into we can re- release that joy through worship yeah. and and through praise and and then if we combine worship with scripture oh my gosh it's like yeah. a double whammy and then you said prayer was another one and did I miss one? is that what well, we-
0: gratitude, gratitude you know and, and that's part of praise but really being intentional about how good things really are mm-hmm. because we can look at the bad and god's like oh, yeah. no focus on what's true noble right pure lovely just you know all those things that are mm-hmm. praiseworthy yeah conditioning our thoughts conditioning what our focus is because whatever we focus on, right, gets bigger, magnified, yep. Yep. and so Mary magnified the Lord. My soul magnifies the Lord because our soul is a magnifier. Our mm-hmm. you know our thoughts, our will, and emotions they magnify. So we want to put them on the right things that's going to bear that fruit.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's brilliant. Thank you so. I hope that brilliant. helps. Thanks
0: for clearing all that up well no i'm not
1: i'm just like i'm i'm like the the you know i'll just come in and you know put a bow on it you've made the beautiful package i'm just going to add a little bow so yeah. that we, we we get a good synopsis of what where we're at so Perfect. thank Perfect. you so much yeah um I'm, and again i just want to put it on the, the websites so or on the website i want to put your website on the screen so that folks can see uh how to connect with you go to go to laurie's website i encourage you to do that laurieksnider.com and and just connect with her there and you know you're on you're on instagram or facebook your podcast is brilliant so those of you who are interested in audio um i encourage you to subscribe to Lori's podcast you can find it on our website there's all kinds of different places and ways to subscribe. And I just want to quickly acknowledge, we've got some folks listening from the UK, from mm-hmm. Oklahoma. So I just want to say thanks for, for tuning in. Um, I appreciate your, your comments. If you have any questions for Lori, you can leave them in the comments of this video. And we'll, we'll see about connecting Lori to make sure that we try to get an answer to them. So Lori, thank you so much. Would you pray for folks and, and, and just sure. kind of release a blessing and joy yeah. into their lives, please?
0: Absolutely. Father God, I thank you that your word promises that through Jesus we can have and experience your unconditional love and that fullness of joy that sustains us and is never ending. And so I just release that over anyone watching this or listening to this, that they would just encounter right now the joy of the Lord to be their strength and it would just bubble up in them. And so I just thank you for your divine change today, Mm -hmm. in Jesus' name, amen.
1: amen. Amen. Well, that's all we have for this week, folks. We'll see you next time on Two for Tuesday.